0: Welcome back to the Makeup Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Henry, and today is going to be a little different if you can't tell. I have no guests or anything like that. It's going to be a complete solo episode, and today's episode is going to pretty much just be about anything business, so I find that we don't have a lot of information when it comes to You know, little things in business, things that you think you should know, but how do you figure them out? So I wanted to do like a little business one-on-one with you guys. And yeah, we're gonna get started. I really believe that the main reason why I'm doing this is because this specific episode is something that I really wish that I had when I was first starting. And I just want to share everything with you guys. I don't want there to be any sort of gatekeeping, anything like that. We are in the time and we are in the era of sharing and supporting each other. So that's what we're going to do. So too often I feel like people view anything specifically in the beauty industry and even more specifically being a makeup artist as a hobby Because hobbies are something that you enjoy and that you love and that you would do even without the satisfaction of getting paid. And that's honestly what makeup is for me. I would absolutely, and I do do makeup all the time for free because it's just fun for me. Um, But when that happens, if you treat your business like a hobby and like something that's just fun... You're not viewed as a legitimate business, and you can really be taken advantage of and you can be kind of walked all over. And I really do feel like us as makeup artists, or any of us really in the customer service realm, we love to people please, and that's just who we are. Makeup specifically, we love making people happy. That's a big part of why I do what I do because I want that satisfaction of somebody being so excited, but if you, if you do, if you, if you view your business as something that's just fun and you do not create boundaries and really follow your own policies, you're almost kind of like, you're going to be screwing yourself if I'm going to be honest. So this episode is really going to be about kind of like business one-on-one and things that you can do to create a more legitimate business and to be viewed as more professional. The first thing that I would like to talk about and what is extremely important is a contract, a legitimate contract. It is going to save you So much. One, it's going to save you from getting a headache because let me tell you, if you do not have a contract, you are going to be shysted on, stepped on. People are going to tell you it's you have 10 people and say you hired someone to help you. And then you get there and it's only four people and you've kind of just screwed yourself a little bit. So get a contract. It will save you from people not respecting and valuing your business. Um, One, I'm going to tell you a little story. So, When I, and when I say get a contract, what I mean by that is, yes, you can create one and that is fine, but I highly, highly recommend that you get a lawyer to create your contract and make it for you. That way, everything is going to be legitimate in the eyes of the law. God forbid anything happens and you get sued. Unfortunately, it's just a sad part of the business that we're in, but just humans in general. Um, So you always want to make sure that you save yourself. Um, but a reason and a little backstory on why I say to have a lawyer create your contract is because, okay, so story time, we're getting deep right now. So I, I had a bride and this was in. I want to say 2021 and not that long ago. Okay. So this happens to me even still after 10 years of doing this. So in 2021, I had a bride and she was for August and I had sent her my contract that I made myself and yes, it was okay. And yes, it specified, you know, how many people and if you cancel, you know, how how my cancellation policy works and everything like that. And she had signed it. Everything was great. And about six days before her wedding, and I had just talked to her about two weeks prior to this. Um, and we actually added a few more people to the contract. So originally my contract I think was only for four or five people and two weeks before the wedding she had added on. So then there was seven people. And I didn't update the contract because, you know, I didn't really know. And I didn't I I didn't really care. I thought like, sure, whatever, I'll just add people. And um, six days before her wedding, she texted me and this was the time of COVID. So if you guys remember that, that horrible, horrible, horrible time, Um, she texted me and she told me that her fiance was in the hospital for some COVID-related, you know, illness or issue, and I told her, "Oh no, oh my God, I'm I'm so sorry. I, I hope he's okay." And she did say that that he was fine, and that he was okay. Um, but she needed to cancel her wedding, and I was just devastated because it was a lot of money. It would have been. I want to say close to maybe like $1,200 or something like that. Maybe even a little bit more because we did add on those seven people. Um, So that was $1,200. And she told me that she needed to cancel the wedding. And, you know, I, I understand that life happens and that things happen. And there's things that are so unavoidable and uncontrollable. And I had this weird gut feeling, though, that she was either not being truthful or, or something about it seemed weird and seemed off. So I kind of pressed about it a little bit and I said, well, what's going on? Is your husband, is he still in the hospital? Well, no, he had COVID two weeks ago and then he was in the hospital and she made it seem like he was in the ICU and everything like that. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. And I was like, I'm so sorry, obviously. And And then she had said that he was back home. She had like put that in the text at the end of the text. Well, now he's back home and he's fine. And I said, oh, okay. Um, Are you guys just not having a wedding just because of that? And she pretty much said like, yes, but he was It was a weird situation. And then I had told her, you know, unfortunately, because of my contract and everything that we had both agreed upon and signed, that she owed the payment. I mean, it was six days before the wedding, and it was such a popular date. And it was really, really, really hard for me to even do because speaking up for yourself is extremely difficult. Um, And like I said, being a makeup artist, we're naturally people-pleasing, and we don't want to hurt anybody or press on things. Um, And she told me, well, if I still have to pay you, then we'll have the wedding. And I remember reading that and I said, well, I'm confused because you just told me that your wedding got canceled, but now I guess it's not canceled. There was a lot of weird, hazy things going on. And then she said, well, if I still have to pay you, then we'll just have the wedding. And I said, well, don't, didn't you just say he has COVID? And she says, well, we can get ready at my house my mom has COVID. I have COVID and he has COVID, but you can still come and do our makeup. Right. And I said, no, I can't come do your makeup. You have, what do you t- No, I can't do that. And she pretty much told, I, I well, I reached back out to her, texted her again. And I said, you know what? This is really unfortunate because I can't fill this date. I have so many people that wanted this. And this is six days before your wedding. And this really just sucks. Like, I, I don't know what to do. And, um, I told her that she needed to pay and she told me, she said, well, I just read through your contract. It would never hold up in court. I am not paying you and block my number. And she goes, if you seek further action, she goes, we, we can go to court then. And I was literally, I was like sobbing. It was so horrible because at that time I was the sole provider for my household and like to not have that money completely like destroyed me and I didn't know what to do. And I felt so hopeless. And, you know, I took that and how it was so terrible. But you know what? I swallowed it and I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a contract created by a lawyer because when I did take this contract to my contract to a lawyer that I ended up hiring, um, she read it over and she said, yeah, honey, this, this, this ain't no good. I understand that you you wrote things that seem like they would be plausible and hold up in court and all this. She goes, but no. And she completely redid my contract. My contract now is about three pages long. I have people initial next to the cancellation policy. I have, I mean, it's it's crazy how different it is. And that's just a little story on why you should, you know, get a contract. You need to save yourself because if you are not speaking up for yourself, nobody else will. And you need to be the backbone for your business. Um, that's just number one. Um, something that kind of goes along with that is actually having the courage to enforce your cancellation policy. It is something that is so not talked about and it feels almost icky to talk about because you feel You're almost like you feel bad for having to enforce something that you and a client both agreed upon and you both signed and you both read it and you said, yep, this works for both of us. But still, for some reason, you are made to feel so terrible for actually enforcing your cancellation policy. I had um, a situation actually yesterday. I had a bride booked for October 12th, 2024. If you are a makeup artist, you know, this wedding date is the Oscars of wedding dates. Anything in October is obviously going to be so booked already, so busy. And I'm pretty much fully booked already for October. And I mean, I have Thursdays available, um, but it's I'm like fully booked. You know what I mean? And for her to cancel, I was literally devastated um but thankfully my contract states that when at the time of any cancellation whether it's you know 8 months before or 2 months before anything at the time of any cancellation you will owe 25% of the remaining balance and i you know told her that she unfortunately has to pay. And and I'm so sad to have to enforce this, but this is just the reality of owning a business. And you know what? She paid. And it was so nice. And I felt so respected and I felt so valued. And I felt so proud of myself for standing up for myself and for my business. It was just such a great feeling. And the fact that she respected it, it just, it was a win-win situation. I still have that date available, but you know what? It all worked out for the best. Um, but sticking to your guns and really having the courage to know your cancellation policy, know why you put that in there and just enforcing it. its this. Is, these are things that no one's going to tell you and that I wish people would have helped me with or helped guide me when I was first starting. Um, the next thing that kind of goes along with a contract is okay. Everybody is talking about deposits, retainers. No one seems to know the difference between a deposit and a retainer. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I learned the hard way um, from a deposit and a retainer. So the difference between a deposit and a retainer is a deposit is something that someone will pay to you to kind of hold those services, hold a day, whatever but then a deposit is always returned back to the person that, you know, sent it to you. Deposits are not something that you keep. Now you can say non-refundable deposit all you want, okay? But if someone were to take you to court, it will not hold up. So what you need to do is you need to specifically state in, I state it in emails, I state it in my contract anywhere and everywhere whether it's for a wedding, whether it's for a single appointment, whatever. I take a non-refundable and non-transferable retainer. Very important. If you, if you're kind of chill, if you're in your business and you're like, you know, people book me here and there and you know, some people cancel, you know, it sucks when they cancel, but I, I just wish I could be a more legitimate business. Take a retainer. For anything and everything. I don't care if they're your friends, your family. I don't care if it's your grandma. You're going to take a retainer for your services. Like, for example, I I charge, which prices will be going up. I charge uh, for a studio appointment, for example. I charge $175. Any single person that wants an appointment, even if I have done your makeup a thousand times, they know they have to pay a $50 non-refundable, non-transferable retainer to hold that appointment slot. Same thing for weddings. I take a little bit more, but it's just really crucial that you take that because, and you state that it's non-refundable and non-transferable because people try to shice you. They'll say, well, I paid you this retainer. Can I just, can I do it on another day? No, you can't. Reason being is because I blocked out this time and You know, I you block out time and space and for that person. And if they're not going to show up, then you could have had somebody else that was taking their spot. You could have been home doing work. You could have been doing a million other things. So always take the retainer, get paid for your time. So moving on, I'm just going to kind of go down the list of things that I think are important and that you should know and that I want to talk about. So, next thing, let's talk about it. Get yourself some insurance. Okay. I know it seems kind of crazy. Why do I have to get insurance? There's many reasons why I have to get insurance. One reason is just in case you get sued, you need insurance. So there's different types of insurance. Um, I personally go through an insurance broker um, just because he deals with everything. I really don't have to do anything um, I'm not good with technology and paperwork and that's okay. I pay somebody who is good at it. If you, however, do not feel, cause it is kind of expensive. I pay about $500 a year and some people listening to this are going to be like, oh my God, that's like a lot of money. And it is, but I am somebody who is, I want convenience and I don't want to have to do anything or deal with paperwork or anything like that. Now, if you're just starting out and you're like, listen, I cannot pay $500 a year. You don't have to. I actually recently, because of Kyla, shout out to Kyla, watch episode uh, two if you haven't seen it. Because of Kyla, she told me about this insurance that specifically is meant for beauty professionals. And it's about, um, I wrote it down, it's $96 a year and you can get fully, fully insured Um, I believe 2 million, you want to be insured at about $2 million, a million isn't quite enough. A lot of venues will want you to have at least a 200, uh, $2 million liability insurance. So that's why I just go with 2 million. It's just easy. Um, but Kyla was telling me about the beauty professional insurance that you can get. It's online. You do it yourself. It's super easy. Um it's through beauty and bodywork insurance and it is $96 a year and she told me about it and to be honest I may switch because $96 a year sounds a whole hell of a lot better than $500 a year. Um there are a few things that you have to do kind of on your own but she said it's super easy and I highly recommend that you look into it. You need insurance if a lot of venues now especially after COVID Have been requiring your COI and um it COI is just copy of insurance. Um, and a lot of venues will require that if you are gonna be working at the venue, say in like the bridal suite or anything like that. Um, and if you don't have your copy of insurance, then you're not gonna be able to work on their property. Um, what's kind of great about, you know, the COI is you can get day insurance. So if you're like, look, I cannot pay $96. I can't pay $500. But say you have a bride that's like, look, I need your copy of insurance for you to be able to do my makeup. It's super easy. You can get a day insurance from a lot of different things online. Um, what you can do is you can Google it or even like if the bride has a coordinator, you can have, you can ask them. Anytime that I was asked about insurance and say I didn't have insurance at the time, I would tell my bride to take care of it because that's something that they should pay for anyways, because that's something that they are requiring for their wedding date. Um, So it's just something to think about. Um, Also, insurance is extremely valuable just in case something happens to, God forbid, your kit. If it gets stolen, if it gets damaged, I mean, if there's a fire, whatever, your kit is at least covered. Um, It's just extremely important you have insurance. If you're out here and you're like feeling wild and you're a makeup artist that curls people's lashes for them, I will pray for you because that seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. And if you are good at it, then I say you go for it. Do your thing. I do not curl people's lashes because I am terrified. What if they sneeze? I rip out their lashes. They sue me. That will not happen. Have your clients curl their own lashes. Just throwing that out there. Okay. So you're asking me, what is next? What do I need to do next to be the best business professional that I can be? Well, I'm here to tell you, please get a website. A website is everything. One, it should have All of your information on there, it saves so much time and it it really cuts the time between a back and forth communication with a bride because all of your information should be on a website. Your website is crucial because do you want to be taken seriously? Do you want to be viewed as an actual legitimate professional? Yeah. If you go to any, like if you have anyone that you, you know, say you need a plumber I don't know about you, but I always look up a website. I look up everybody's websites because it just is something that people feel like, look, if they took the time to create this website, put money into it, you're going to just be viewed as more professional. Um, That's my opinion. If you, I say that when you are creating a website, if you're, if you're first starting and you really don't have a ton of money, okay, and you just kind of, Want to kind of like get your foot in the door of, you know, being professional? How do you do it? Well, you can actually create your own website. It's actually pretty easy coming from somebody who is the least technologically savvy person there is. Um, John knows that I am just not at all good with technology. But you know what? If I could do it, you can do it. So back in 2020 is when I had a lot of time on my hands, clearly, um, and I created a website. I went through Wix, W-I-X, and I paid for my own domain name. Um, it's just shelbyhenrymua.com um, dot com. And I created it, and it took about, I would honestly say it took about probably maybe three weeks to get it at as best as I could possibly do. And it was really inexpensive. Honestly, I want to say it was maybe... God, maybe a hundred dollars a year. And a lot of that was for the domain name. It honestly might've even been less. It, it was a while ago. Okay. I can't remember everything. Um, but it was something that I knew that I needed because one, I was advancing in my career. Yes, it was 2020, but still I was still advancing in my career. I was getting a ton more inquiries than what I had ever gotten before and people kept asking me, what's your pricing? What's this? Do you have, do, you, do I need an assistant for X amount of people? And I, not that I didn't love communicating back and forth 50 times with a bride. I did. I, let's be honest. I really didn't. It's too much. I I, I don't want to have to do that. I want my website to do all the talking for me. So I just made sure anything that was important to me, frequently asked questions and pricing and photos, of course, but they can always check your Instagram. Um, but that was all on the website that I had created and I cannot even express to you how valuable that was because I would get people who, which I didn't even think this was a thing anymore. I'm pretty sure they like Googled San Diego makeup artists and my website came up and I feel like a lot of people, I, I hesitate to say like older generation because I still value a website, but I it, it, it's just going to make you seem a lot more professional and like you've kind of gotten your shit together. Um, I had that website. I love the Wix website. I had that for about I want to say two years, and then I decided. Look, I am thriving in my business. I am getting a ton of inquiries all the time. I'm I'm booked quite often. Um, this is the time where I felt like I could pay somebody to create my website and that's what I did. I reached out to this girl on Instagram and she had done one of my friends, um, websites for her. And I just messaged her and I asked her how much it would be. And she created it for me. Um, I do actually get this question a lot, which I have no, I have no problem sharing with you guys. I paid a thousand dollars for my website and It's amazing. Anytime that I want to tweak things on there or I want her to like redo something, it's $50 per time that, you know, I want to change something or have her, you know, if if I don't know how to work it myself, I have all the login information and everything like that. So I could do it myself. But like I said, if you were paying attention, I am not good at technology. So I, like I said earlier, would just rather have the convenience and pay the professionals to do what they do best. Um, So yeah, I had her create my website. I am so, so, so happy that I did that because I now have a contact form on my website and it's phenomenal. It's so easy. It really makes the inquiry booking process so much more smooth. Um, Some questions that I have on my inquiry form are pretty much, tell, tell me your name, Sometimes people would forget that. seems wild. Um, Tell me your name, your wedding date. I need to know where, I like to know where your wedding is. I like to know where you're getting ready because I'm not going to your venue. I am just going to where you're getting ready. Um, I need to know what time your ceremony is at. I need to know what time your photographer wants you 100% ready by. I need to know exactly the number of services and I do ask for people's Instagram because I, sometimes emails will go to spam and I like to be able to message my clients and just say, Hey, I emailed you back. Make sure you check your spam just in case. Um, sometimes that's like a weird thing with Squarespace that can happen is on their email for some reason it triggers it as spam. Um, so I always put like a little disclaimer. I have it on my website too, on the inquiry form. Look, check your spam just in case. But it has made everything so much easier. And you will find that clients will find you more reputable. And when you are viewed as an actual professional, you'll get more bookings because of it. And it's just really, really important that you take your business as seriously as you you want to, or you want to be viewed as, you know, if you constantly are allowing things to happen in your business, like say a client cancels on you and you say, no, that's okay. Or say, you know, people last minute need to change something. Oh, that's okay. You know what? At a point it's not okay. And you are going to be so Devastated, and you're almost going to hinder yourself from progressing if you allow people to walk all over you and tell you how to run your business because that's not what you want. You need to be in charge, in control. You need to know what you're talking about. Anything that you put into your website, your contract, anything that we talked about, you need to stand behind 120% because people love that. They love when you are in control and you are the professional in your business. I really hope that, you know, this episode is, you can take little things from it. This episode really is for the aspiring makeup artist or makeup artists who say you've been in this for a while, but you're really just not too sure, you know, how to do things, how to run things. And this is, I I want to help. Like I said, I had none of this when i was first starting and it would have been really really helpful it would have saved me from a ton of tears it would have saved me from feeling feeling that i was not valued and feeling less than and feeling like i constantly needed to make people happy and it was whatever the client wanted and i feel so empowered now that I am the proud owner and creator and entrepreneur of Shelby Henry MUA. And it's just something that I never thought was possible, but I am so grateful for. Um, You know, we are extremely lucky to have a job that we truly love and we just so happen to get paid for. And a lot of people don't have that and they'll never get to experience that. And you need to, for the sake of all those people out there working a nine to five who maybe hate their job, it is your job to thrive. And it is your job to be the best possible, you know, person of your business. You need to represent your business. And I just hope that Anything that I have said today, I hope it resonates with you. You know, I hope, I hope that you gain something from this. Even if you are a 10 year seasoned makeup artist, um, I really do hope that you have learned even a little bit of something. This all to be said, I am no business professional. Okay. Like I'm no, I I did not go to business school, anything like that. So please, for the love of God, take take what you want and leave, leave what you will. Okay. Um, and if it works for you, then I'm thrilled. If it doesn't work for you, then it was just me talking and you happen to take it. So anyways, I just want to say that I absolutely love you guys. I love to share information. This whole podcast is meant for information, education, and authenticity. And I really hope that you guys get this, especially from this episode. And if you want more of episodes like these, please just let me know. And if there's anything specific that maybe I didn't touch on or that you really have questions on and you want me to talk about, either you can message me on The Makeup Artist Podcast on Instagram, or you can even email me as well. Um, it's just The Makeup Artist Podcast at gmail.com. Um, don't message me on my personal Instagram, Shelby Henry MUA. The amount of DMs is wild. So thank you guys. I hope you learned something and I really love sharing all this information with you. And I just, I know you can do it. You can do anything. If I can do it, you can do it.